Look at the cash, look at the cash coming in. Is it, is it, is it on? Is it on? It looks lower than a motherfucker, but it's all good. Hold on. One, two. One, two. One, two. All right, hold on. Nigger, nigger. There you go. Uh, one, two. One, two. Yeah, much better. Ladies right. and gentlemen, this is the Thelonious Drunk Podcast. We've been gone for a few weeks, and that's bitch, you motherfucker. But we're back, and I'm sure all both of you guys are extremely happy. What up, man? How you been? Good, man. Fucking busy, you know? Oh, once again, I go by the name of Preach Jacobs, and this is... Dre Lopez, a.k.a. Infidel Castro X. Oh, my gosh. It's been a lot of shit that go on the past few weeks. It's been a, it's been a heavy last several weeks, man. Like, for sure. I, I, I feel like, you know... A lot of our hiatus has definitely been, you know, like busy schedules and all this shit. But all in between that, it's just been a bunch of shit happening in the world. Absolutely, man. It's a lot to get into. Um, first and foremost, I got a question for you. All right. The I think the 96-97 Bulls squad, the one that won the 72 games. Right. Who is the most important person on that team? The most important person on that team? Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. We would think that, right? I mean, I figured this was, that was the setup. Yeah. Okay. History might say that Dennis Rodman is <laughs> the most important person of that bull squad. I mean, he was pivotal. What the fuck is going on with the world? Oh, I see where you're going with this. Absolutely. Like, like think about it like this. Like, the, the hands of global diplomacy for the United States is being controlled by... TV reality star Donald Trump mm-hmm. and ex NBA player slash TV reality star Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah. You, you, like here's how crazy it is: the summit happened in Singapore. Trump meets with Kim Jong Un. Dennis Rodman is in Singapore, right? He right. he does his interview on CNN because he's with, best buddies with. Kim oh, Jong-un. they're they're cool as fuck. Yeah, they love each other. Right, right, right. Dennis Rodman wears a T shirt talking about this historic quote unquote historical event. Wearing a shirt that says Potcoin because <laughs> it's some company that he's either investing in or a company that he started. That's kind of like wow. Bitcoin for weed. Yeah, that part I didn't see. This is the world that we are living in. I mean, what I did see was him rocking a MAGA hat. Oh, oh, he loves that. Yeah, that 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 was the part to me that was just like, yo, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you know, just several weeks ago, you know, we we had Kanye West fucking, you know. Going well, through a, a similar situation with that shit. Well, in all fairness, Dennis has been very vocal about supporting Trump since day one. So yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, was, it, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't fully surprise me. Yeah, like I saw it, I was like, "What the fuck?" But then you know, upon second thought, it's kind of like, "Well, that if if there was if there was a black guy out there that was gonna you know like be that vocal about supporting some rank shit like that, it would be him." I mean, and, and somebody like Dennis Rodman, you know, he was on he was on a season of Celebrity Apprentice. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, he was. He was real close to Donald. And it's like, and Donald has this kind of effect on black celebrities somehow. That somehow, you know, if if you're famous enough to be around him at some point in time, he might be nice to you. Which which is kind of hilarious because it's probably the same way that like rich guys are nice to like hot chicks, but but terrible to ugly women. And I think that, like, racist white folks, they feel the same way about black celebrities. It's like, you know, I don't really like these niggas, but you play ball pretty well or or you can sing pretty well. Or or there was once upon a time that uh, 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 Trump was uh, trying to manage Mike Tyson. Like, this whole thing is just crazy. It's just the, the whole thing is just like bizarre world. And I think that if everything collapses and blows up, you know what? We deserve it. I know that sounds kind of like depressing, and I'm not even drinking alcohol right now, but like it's kind of fucked up. I'm drinking alcohol, and I've been waiting for that. When and and to make it worse, this is like one week of the same week. Um, Anthony Bourdain commits suicide. Yeah, man. And so I a whole week I've been watching like episodes of um, uh, what's this show called? Curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, absolutely. You fucking idiot. Um, 
It's not no no reservations to the original show that he did. Right. Parts Unknown is the one that's on scene and it's been on Netflix that they're gonna take it off. They're Netflix take it on the sixteenth. Yeah. It was scheduled to be off anyway on June sixteenth. Uh, so it's only okay. a few more days. But so it wasn't because of the suicide. No. The thing that drives me crazy was as soon as I saw that happen, I was like, Well fuck. I used to always say, Damn, this dude's job is to go around the world and eat. Right. I'm like, that's the greatest job ever. And so when he kills himself, I'm like, well, fuck, if he, if he's depressed, what the fuck is going to happen to me? So right. there's, a, there's like a lot of that emotional turmoil that kind of is associated with it. Um, very thoughtful, dude. The shows are really, really great. So I would say to anybody, if y'all listen to this podcast before the 16th, y'all need to go on uh, on Netflix and try to check some of those episodes out. So I think, I, I think that would make a difference, man, because, you know, the one part, you know, it's always... It's always sad to hear that somebody reached that point um, and they kill themselves. You know, there's there's so many angles to the conversation on, on suicide, but it, it's still a sad sort of event, especially for somebody that that was good at something, somebody that was contributing something to to, to society. The one part uh, that I've been, I don't know if surprise is the right word, but through social media so many shout outs and so many comments on how much of a loss this dude was to so many people's lives directly and indirectly you know and um i think uh even more my editor at uh the free times she uh she wrote a she she wrote a short piece on 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 the whole death and, and the whole like uh connection with part of what i'm talking about and it, it just he actually, he actually was. Somebody said it with, with, that it had to do with like how he was genuine. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean. And and she she kind of you know like reiterated that point because he was contributing to a lot of people's lives with just how he was. He was flawed in the public eye, but he was also just trying to do more than just what you said, like travel the world and eat. You know what yeah. I mean? He was open to these cultures that he was open to you know talking to all kinds of different people like he had this quote where he's he basically said i'm paraphrasing it he's basically saying like you know the best restaurants to go to are the ones where um all the locals go the ones that you know you don't you don't understand the language the the, the restaurants where nothing is familiar to to you and you really kind of embrace yourself to be a local for uh, um in a place where no one looks like you no one sounds like you and and when you experience that like it, it gives you this great worldly view um you know so it, it kind of hit me a little bit and it's like you know my little bit of travel you know like like i i had this meal i forgot what it was called in japanese but it translates to japanese pancake and i went to uh, a buddhist meeting like i'm basically in a room and we were chanting and it was like my first time going and it was really really fucking fly and i'm talking to one of these japanese brothers in there and he's like i'm telling him about this this dish you know, and while we're at the meeting, he like disappears and grabs me all the ingredients to make it myself. So I'm going to make that this week. But right. but, you know, traveling would do that. You know what I mean? And I think that uh, I think that seeing somebody like him that kind of like really gets really sad about the, the state of the world is somebody that travels the world. Whereas, yeah. you know, when we talk about the difference between patriotism and natural and national uh, nationalism is that patriotism is saying hey i love america because i'm from here nationalism is saying hey we're better than everybody else because we're american i think there's there's something totally um just off about that because there's so many yeah. different people here that that i don't want to be like that you know so it's a, i think it's the epitome of a lot of small town mentality which you know it's all good wherever you come from man but there's a lot to be said about opening up your your horizons just to different experiences different cultures different Different opinions than, yeah. than wherever you grow up in. And, and, and every small town that I've ever been to, whether it was in, in South America, in the Caribbean, or in the United States, there's, there's, a, there's a level of narrow-mindedness, whether it's by choice or just because of a la- lack of exposure. And that, to me, you know, like, it, it, it hinders the growth of the person. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? It, it, uh, it doesn't allow for you to actually, like appreciate so much more of, of what's actually out there man yeah man so yeah let's 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 build bridges not walls i guess um yeah so that's gonna that's a huge loss for for everybody i think and um yeah 
he kind of changed the game. Uh, speaking of game changers, <laughs> uh, I think since the last time we spoke, uh, Golden State won the championship. Yep. And now the LeBron debate is where he's where is he going next? Um, yep. Yeah. Did you watch the finals at all? Uh, man, yeah, I probably watched. I watched game one, which was probably the most interesting game. You know, for anybody that didn't watch them, the Golden State Warriors swept the Cleveland Cavaliers in four games. Um, first game was pretty much lost because of one of the players of for for the Cavs. It's my J.R. Smith. Shout out, J.R. Smith. Smith. Shout yeah, out, J.R. Swish. Yo, but so you know, and afterwards, afterwards, it was. Primarily controlled by by uh, by the Warriors. Um, I yeah I don't know man I don't know I don't know where he's gonna end up. Um, this is what his third free agency where. I mean, this is gonna happen. For we're having this here. conversation. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not gonna be for that much longer, my man. He's been there for what no, fifteen be, fucking years no, already. I mean, if Kobe played play twenty, he can play twenty. I think I think LeBron has two or three more peak years left, and then he can still, t- you know, have a few years where he kind of settles down. But I he think, was, he I was think, way more dominant now yeah, at, I mean, what, 33 than what he was a few years ago? Yeah, I mean, he's more efficient, and, and this is probably his best season statistically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, like yeah. LeBron is fine. I think um, there's talks about uh, Kyrie wanting to leave Boston and possibly yep. going to the Knicks. Um, yeah. You know, so him and Porzingis still is not going to be enough, but we'll see. Um, then it talks about LeBron going to the Lakers. I don't think that's going to happen. I, honestly, what do you think? I think he stays in Cleveland. I would think he stays in Cleveland because his family is there. He has I he mean, has made comments about I mean, his sons, and I think he has a daughter also. Uh, he has to consider the fact that they've been there for so long. Blah blah oh, blah. Man, blah. I mean, they were in Miami before. I mean, let's 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 be honest, man. It's not like it's not like a guy that's making a thirty thousand dollar year job. They got to travel across you know across country i mean he oh. has he has homes in la so that's and, fine and, and during the off season he's there so it's like that's I fine think, but but this is not the first time that this argument has come up as far as like a dude that's considering where to move and then either either taking longer or not making the choice because moving the kids from schools that type of stuff man like you know you nor i have children but i have seen it enough that i'm like well, for any parent, it has to be a real I mean, conversation. I think I think all this I think all this shit is different when it comes to like motherfuckers. It's worth half of, uh, almost a billy, but I, I know family still counts. But I don't. I think LeBron's concern is probably more where does he want to be happy at, and I think that you know Miami was a great situation for him. Honestly, what I think ended up happening with Miami, he he saw that the team was kind of falling apart, and plus, I think Miami was going to get LeBron in trouble. I think I think at some point in time, Miami is going to be Miami. <laughs> and somebody gonna throw that pussy too hot, too heavy, and he gonna get in trouble. You know, like shouts out to LeBron for for being the top player for fifteen years, or probably close to fifteen years, and it's never been a scandal. There's never been an incident. The only thing that you can say about him is the decision. And even when everybody got mad at that, he donated like millions of dollars to the boys' yeah, yeah. club. Yeah, there so. was a lot. There was a lot of corny shit at the beginning, but there's nothing. There's never been anything sort of serious that the dude has ever done. Man, he's yeah. been he's been as close as possible to an actual athlete positive role model. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm sick of the Jordan comparisons. Like, I don't care anymore. Like, man, who cares? Who gives a shit? Let the man be great. You know, let him do his game. I, I think that, um, I don't know, man, I, I said this, I said this somewhere else, but it's like, I, I really feel like it's such a race thing that's going on with the, with, with what we do with Jordan and, and LeBron. Like I give you an example, right? How, all right. It's like, we always, we're, we're we're down to down any we're ready to down anything LeBron does. Where it's like, oh well, you know, if he wins a championship, you know, it wasn't like that in Jordan's in Jordan's day, or it wasn't like as as rough as it was when Jordan was playing, or blah 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 blah. All right, you hear that between Jordan and LeBron? You know who you don't hear that shit for? Who? Babe Ruth. I was watching the movie uh, sixty one. It was about the movie about Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle. Uh, playing to try to get Babe Ruth's single home run season record or whatever. Right. And you got all these motherfuckers like, yo, Babe Ruth is the greatest. Babe Ruth is the, the best, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When Babe was playing in his prime in the 1920s, it was still 20 years before the first black player. So there's never that conversation of, wow, Babe Ruth's the best, but let's put an asterisk beside it because he didn't play against the best talent. 
He didn't play no black players. He didn't play no brown players. He he didn't play no Asian players. But, does, like, but doesn't like, that doesn't that answer the question itself? No. What I'm saying what I'm saying is all you see in here when it comes to like baseball and shit like that is that none of that stuff is ever questioned. You know you know another form that never happens in. Nobody ever talks about, oh, the Beatles are better than Rolling Stones. Oh, fuck you. It's Pink Floyd. Like, there's never this thing where there's this competition with all of that shit. It's just that these bands have the ability to exist with each other. But somehow, some way, with these, like, really, really strong black giants, it can only be one. And I think it's the dumbest thing. Like, let these niggas do their thing, man. But who, who's dictating that, though, man? Because there's, like, all right, so I, I kind of see some of your point. But, but a lot of the arguing... Is also coming from within the culture itself. And that's the point that I'm saying is that, you know, we, we're so affected by these things that we don't even know that it's happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like how often do we do shit that harms us? I mean, I mean, I'm a black guy in hip hop and I call my best friends niggas all the time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, eh. <laughs> it's like it could be the same fucking thing. It's just that I just think I just think it's weird. Like, I'm just I know that this dead period where the only thing is baseball before the NFL starts. I don't want to hear shit on uh, sports broadcast right now because there's nothing to talk about. So when there's nothing to talk about, they're going to just like bring up this shit again. Like, I'm so sick of the Jordan LeBron. Debate I mean, I, I, I get else. that. But I, but I feel like within a lot of the shit that you're saying, you know, like with the babe comparison, there was plenty of things that you did say that it was kind of like it for me hearing you say it, it answered the very question as far as like there is no arguing or, or nobody argues, you know, babe and anybody else within that time. But but especially by now, it is. It's acknowledged that there were no black players, there were no Hispanic players, and no. that conversation remains back there. No, no, nobody. The Hall of Fame never puts an asterisk on Babe not playing elite competition. They'll put an asterisk beside uh, uh, Roger Clemens or, or or Barry Bonds or Sosa or McGuire because of the steroid era. Like, that's the only time you will see you know, baseball finally kind of acknowledging, oh, well, you know, there's something that's not right. I mean, all I'm saying is is that inherently, you know, we don't see that with baseball because it's, it's totally, you know, a white sport. Well, baseball now. was extremely white before. and But that's what makes that, that, in my mind, that specific conversation becomes a lot more simplified because it does come from this like very narrow white point of view. So it's like it's, it's segmented into just that. The conversation changes, you know, once you have modern sports that it is black players primarily, you know, whether it's is, is, is football, whether it's basketball or, or even if, if you're comparing, you know, black and white players, you know, in the modern era of, of, of baseball. I mean, OK, we don't even have to go that far to say Babe Ruth. Um, who, who do people call the greatest quarterback of all time in the NFL? Shit. I mean, they're all white. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, who who's the person that they're putting on that high horse right now? Right now? Yeah. Brady. Absolutely. Brady has what, five Super Bowls? I think so. They call him the best, right? Right. He's lost two. Right. Joe Montana never lost. Never lost. Joe Montana's never lost a Super Bowl. So <laughs> so somehow everyone arguably be like, oh my gosh, Brady's the best, even though he's lost two Super Bowls. Matter of fact. No, he's lost three. He lost two to the Giants and one to my Eagles. So it's like, so it's like the 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 public has no problem. High, high five to the Giants and the Eagles. Salute. Like nobody has a problem saying that Brady is like the goat, even though he lost three Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? But like when it comes to you know LeBron, I mean I know he lost a bunch of finals. I know he lost more than he's won. I get it. But, like, we still use that argument where Jordan never lost in the finals. And I get it. I understand it. But, you know, Joe Montana didn't lose either. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just think it's just one of those things so where— So people are talking about it just because it's it's two black players against each other? I think that— Versus the, within I, the other argument, it's two white players, so nobody talks about because, it? Because when it's you see— It's easily accepted? Absolutely. I think, I think white greatness is something that the public has no problem um, absorbing— that there could be more than one. And I think that when it comes to like greatness and black culture, there's this, you know, dog eat dog shit that, that we do. You know what I'm saying? It's like how many rappers put out an album? Like I'm the king of the South and this and this and that. Like, like niggas do that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And there's a part of, 
you know, our culture that's dope because it keeps you fresh and it keeps you, you know, being able to be competitive and stuff like that. But I don't see this other places. So it's like one of the things where people like fuss at LeBron when he went to Miami. Oh, Jordan wouldn't have done this. Jordan wouldn't have done that. But the reality is the the salary cap and the the mobility of the players wasn't the way it is now. And so, like, it's it's become something with the players' union being able to allow players to be more powerful. And that's what you want to see. You know what I'm saying? And 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 let's not and let's not forget Jordan ended his career with the Wizards. And let's not forget Kobe was going to lead the Lakers. Like there's there's stories about that shit that we put, you know, we, we tend to skip Kobe when we have those Jordan debates. And I think that's kind of the to Kobe's disadvantage, is that Kobe was literally the same height and weight as Jordan. So Yeah, it was the closest. I mean, so like if he's the closest to Jordan as far as like looking and playing just like him. He can never be Jordan. And I think you can compare LeBron to Jordan because they're totally, they're, they're somewhat different. Their games but I, but, totally I, but different. that, that is, that is why I, all right. So, so I get, I get some of the angles that, you, that, that you're stating, man, but I feel like this conversation has been going on for long enough because LeBron, LeBron in my mind at the end of, of his career in history is going to end up being like, if not one or two, regardless of who has opinion of, you know, ver- pro or versus. But I think a lot of it has to do because of that very thing that that, that you were talking about. They're both they they were both amazing within what they did in very different ways. But they were both so heavy handed with how they dominated mm. that it's like you have to. You, it, it's just just on on looking at their careers. I saw enough of Jordan's career. I've seen all of LeBron's career that it's like it, it, I. I did not even like LeBron before, man. But right now, watching what he's doing at at, at the last quarter of his career, however many years he may have left, I'm like, yo, like, I'm actually watching greatness. Like, yeah. this guy is going. To, so I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like there's a bunch of different layers to this argument. I think, I think, I mean, I don't think I know. He's gonna, he's going to be number one in every statistical category. He's gonna. Karl Malone is is the number two leading scorer of all time. You got, I think it's Kareem. I think it's Karl Malone, and I, I don't know where Jordan, Jordan falls on that list. But I, I think uh, LeBron is going to be the league's leading scorer. He's going to be he's going to he's going to surpass Jordan with points, rebounds, and assists. Like so, statistically speaking, when LeBron is done in five more years, his his, his statistics are going to kill everybody's. Um, which is fine. Like like I said, like I all I don't want to do is. I don't want to be that person. Like this is this is web page. I forgot what it's called, but I got to send it to you. Matter of fact, it's a Facebook page called Cold Cold Takes Ice Cold Takes. Okay. And basically, what it is, it takes all the shit that sports commentators said, you know, years ago, uh-huh. and how they were like incredibly wrong, and they, right. they and they put it on this website. Mm-hmm. So it was this thing where like Cal and Kyle heard was like talking about, you know. Oh, Lamar Odom, not Lamar Odom, what's the guy's name? Greg Oden, you know, he's much better than Kevin Durant. You should take him over Durant. Durant can't bench press this, and he's going to be so much right before the ben, yeah. uh, the draft. Yeah, and and there was one, there was one where like Stephen A. Smith was saying that Miami's never going to win a championship with LeBron, and they should just they should just stop it now. And it's just this funny thing, and I don't want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to be that guy that like you know when we look back at this shit. I want to be able to acknowledge it. Yo, I'm looking at some great shit, man. And yeah, absolutely. To, he don't have to be like Jordan. He don't have to be like that. Like yeah, You know, but I, I feel like, you know, within those sports casters, like it's great that that stuff exists right now for, for, for sites like that to fucking create, you know, like this specific type of content. But like, I feel like those motherfuckers, is, they're, the, the talking heads, it stopped being about real analysis and just personalities that have opinions and they just throw them out there. So it's kind of like, all right, They'll talk so much shit. You know, I'm sure Stephen A. Smith is going to look like a dumbass for a bunch of shit 15 years down the road. Like, uh, fuck, Skip Bayless, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Skip Skip hates LeBron. Like, I, I, there's there's going to be so many of these motherfuckers later on, man, that we're going to be having exactly the same, the same conversation. But I think that those guys, like, I don't... 
I don't even respect their opinions anymore because I feel like they they just they talk out of their ass just to cause reactions, not to actually like. I mean, give factual opinions. I mean, let's be honest, man. Factual opinions are kind of designed for journalists, and they're not journalists. They might have they might have been journalists once upon a time, but you know, like Cowherd basically said, like, man, my job is to be interesting. So exactly, I mean, essentially, they're doing what we're doing with a fucking podcast, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just niggas with opinions, and that's essentially it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you know so. So yeah, so I, I'm just, I think I'm just I mean, more, in history, I'm going to end up sounding right, and you're going to be wrong. So, you know, as long as we have that. Hold on a second, let me put the microphone to my ass real quick. Hold there's on, hope. Hold on, hold on. Yep. Oh, that's better. Yep. All right. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just probably just sad that like sports is going to suck for a while, even though I don't plan on watching the NFL this year. Um yeah, I don't think I'm gonna do that either, man. Yeah. Side note, I got a season assist from the NFL. I'll tell you about that. Uh, you mentioned. Yeah, well, these Kaepernick shirts that I have, uh, they they were like, "Hey, um, I guess you gotta take these down unless you have permission from us to use our logo." You know. Yo, they're fucking at- yo. So like right now, I feel like they're they're for sure even worse on anything that has to do, you know, uh, with with the Kaepernick debacle. Uh, and how they continue to just fuck that up. But even before that, they've already been known to be just like straight up assholes. Like you can't, you know, like I, I work within uh, advertising and shit like that. And like you can't use uh, combinations of words to talk about the fucking Super Bowl. You know what I mean? The big game. Like they, they have they have copyrighted like so many combinations of words. Yeah. They they're they've they're historically they've historically been known to just be sticklers to try to fuck everybody to continue to keep th- th- this exaggerated form of ownership. So that doesn't fucking surprise me, man. You know the crazy shit about the NFL, and I don't know if they've changed their uh, standing, but the NFL for years has operated as a nonprofit. The fuck out of here. Uh-huh. The NFL's operated as a nonprofit. So, get the fuck. So wow. they get the same type of, uh, you know, legal stances like, you know, a religious organization. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, eh. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, man. I didn't know that. How it's the me. fuck are, how yeah. the fuck uh-huh. are they non-for-profit? I mean, like this, saying non-profit doesn't mean you don't make money. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just there's a way that you can structure it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, they were operating as a non-profit for a long time. Like, people had that big misconception because I worked for several non-profits. One that I just quit. Fuck you hoes. Side note, right? The, the job I just quit. Man, I was pretty fucking canceled with these dudes, man. So, it's like, you know, I had the, the Black as Fuck show. And, right. and that was like the end of May. And I put my two weeks in the middle of May. And my supervisor, she just was like, oh, my gosh, um, are you quitting? Are you leaving? I said, well, look, there's things that you guys have been promising me. Um, I'd like to stay here. If you guys fulfill what y'all promised me, I'll stick around. Well, OK, I'll, 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 talk, to the, I'll talk to my boss. We're going to sit down. We're going to meet with you. We're going to figure this out. I'm like, OK, cool. So I'm like, y'all niggas got two weeks to figure it out. So a week goes past. I don't hear nothing from my supervisor and her supervisor is like the worst kind of white guy. Like he's the guy from a office space, but he's like an overweight dude. He's bald and he wears like Birkenstocks. It's like the worst looking shit I've Fucking ever seen. Fucking Oh my gosh. He's a fat lumber with Birkenstocks. He wow. thinks he's cool and, 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 and it's a nonprofit. So like these motherfuckers are always on some shit where it's like, oh, you know, we love Jesus and you know, we, yeah, can't, yeah, yeah, we can't have yeah. like a company uh, they're, they're meal. They're the best standard of human yeah, being on yeah. the planet. We can't have a company meal without him saying like a 20 minute grace and all this type of shit. Right. It's like, dude, man, like stop. And so my office was across from his, and this nigga would like avoid me like the plague. Like he'll see me like kind of this, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like one day, uh, I think a week or so within my two weeks, my direct supervisor sends me a text message. She said, "Hey, make sure you get as much work done as you can. We got a new person coming in on Tuesday. Thanks." And I'm like, "Word, you gonna? You told me we're gonna have a talk. Even if you give me a talk and give me the bullshit, like, oh well, we tried. Like you don't give me no talk." You send me a text message like I'm a fucking one night stand. Right. You know, at least with a one night stand, I'll send an emoji. I'll send like an eggplant splash emoji. Like, yo, you were great. I mean, Maybe that's why at I'm least singing. with a one night stand, you enjoy something. <laughs> Absolutely. You know I mean, you know, and and and, and then the, the guy, her boss, like is like avoiding me. So I leave. Like I take a Friday, the Friday before, like a week before I'm supposed to quit. You know, 
I basically left a note in my supervisor's uh, box because she wasn't in that day because I would have told her. Right. I was like, yo, I'm leaving at lunch today. Um, I'm not coming back. <laughs> you know, basically. And I called it out. I was just like, you know, I was disappointed that y'all haven't talked to me. I'm disappointed that old buddy tried to avoid me. And I said, yeah, fuck all that. Noise, yeah, I, I, call, I called them all out on it. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, have fun, you know, pretty much. And I left. And you were there for how long? Uh, I was there for two years. Yeah. Hey, you would, yeah. you would, no, man, fuck that, man. I mean, the thing about it is, it's like, you know, to all the artists that's listening, all both of you, is that there's that paranoia of like, did I make the right decision? Not do this, did I do that? And it's like, man, you know, the, the fear of having like regular income come in, like that shit does, does kind of enter your brain. But I got, God damn it, dog. I ain't trying to be nowhere where I don't feel appreciated. I don't have to be in a place where somebody make me feel like they appreciate me as much as I appreciate myself. But God damn it, there's this gotta be, um, there's gotta be something where I'm like, I right, you at least value me to the point right. where I can stay here. And it's like I, I wasn't feeling that, so you know, I got the fuck out. And so after doing like black as fuck, I'm kind of glad I made the decision because I don't think I could have went back to that job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. couldn't, you know, being on stage two hours and saying all this personal shit and you know basically a podcast on stage just like man i I can't i can't go back to this to this this shitty non-profit putting papers in file cabinets and shit like that like so so to the people that's listening man like i I know it's difficult but god damn it if you feel like you're not appreciated i know you got bills to pay i know you got kids like but there's a way to figure that shit out yeah there's 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 more more than one way man um you know and i think (laughs) sacrificing yourself um from within as far as as far as your self-worth mm-hmm. as far as like the amount of things that you can actually be doing man is um is a lot worse than fucking struggling financially for a little bit doing other things while you're figuring it out i mean and by figuring it out i mean we must sell drugs i mean there's no other fucking way i mean i think that's just the best way to go about it i'm there absolutely you over my supplier Oh my goodness! Listen, oh, uh, this is LeBron James. I'm sorry, it's my Charles. That's Barkley. Charles Barkley, man. I'm Charles Barkley. You sure you don't have anything in your in your coffee right now? I wish I did, man. I thought you was bringing something. You keep bringing fucking tequila, dog. I don't drink fucking tequila. I ain't on the brown right now, yeah, man. Oh my gosh! All right, what's the matter with the brown? What you wish you got with the brown? Uh, bourbon fucks with me every here and there, man. Like, but tequila you know, doesn't. Nope, not like that. It gives me hallucinations the following day, but outside of that, it doesn't fuck with me in the same way. Like tequila has that blue agave shit, you know, it's supposed to be like more sugar content or something. So it works a little bit more like, like an upper as opposed to every other liquor is a downer. Mm. And there's just something about uh, brown liquor, bourbon that, you know, if, if, if I'm not in the right spot, man, like, you know, it just, the, the, the chemicals just combine wrong. So I'm on a break from that. Why can't you just say, I don't drink brown right now. You got to go into this whole, like, you know. This whole explanation. You like, asked the motherfucking like question. Right? The response should be like, yo, homie, you know, I ain't fucking with the brown right now. I'm trying something, do, something new, but I'll bring you a little bottle, you know what I'm saying? A little well, I'm airplane. glad to hear that's how you would handle it. Absolutely. Uh, I'll bring a little uh, uh, airplane bottle. I'm I not. Hate, I hate I'm tequila, not. though. I hate tequila. That's your problem, not mine. It should be your problem. It's not my problem. I'm much more green. No, I feel great. No, you don't. I feel great right now. I feel great. You're crying I'm drinking tequila. You're not, and you're fucking hating the fact that you're not drinking shit right now. Well, you should hate Whose it problem because is that? I'm a lot more fun when I drink, you says need- my therapist. My therapist is like, you know, you need to drink more. <laughs> He's like, yo, yeah, this is so You yap the same you. amount, you know what I'm saying? What difference is there? Man, don't hate, masturbate, um, but not right now. Yo, pull it, put it back in, put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen Solo? Not yet. What's the last thing you've seen? Uh, man, none of the new ones. I, I've still yet to see Deadpool. I've still yet to see God Solo. damn it. Yo. What time? Are you off tomorrow? No. No, man. Fuck. All right. No. You want to see Deadpool tonight? Uh. It's a 10 o'clock show. Uh, maybe. Because I be wanting to talk about this shit, man. Ugh. I've been wanting to see it, man. Trust me. I keep talking about it to my brother like every fucking day. I got a question for you. Random question for you. Yeah. If. Are you going to sleep with a chick that's like, she got like a famous job, not a famous job, but like, let's say she's a lawyer 
or doctor. Something kind of prestigious, yeah, established. Yeah, politician. Sure, sure. And you about to fuck, right? Fuck. And she says to you, I need you to sign an NDA. <laughs> that states what? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, this is something that I, I read about. They were like an NDA that what you're not gonna talk about your 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 sexapate. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? You do that? Why not? If it's just if it's just fucking, I ain't gotta fucking talk to anybody about it. I ain't gotta brag about that it. Wouldn't, you know that wouldn't I mean? that wouldn't offend you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's a long pause. <laughs> not, I mean, I'm trying to think why it would offend me. It'd be the equivalency of, let's see, it'd be the equivalency of, hmm, all right, so, <laughs> Patrice O'Neill had this funny joke where he was basically, like, uh, talking about, he, you know, so he's with this chick, and he about to eat a pussy or whatever, she's getting all excited, and she's taking her panties off, and he pulls out a dental dam to eat a pussy. <laughs> God damn. I mean, that's a lot more direct, though, man. That's a lot more direct. Uh, Fuck. He's like, it's like a you know, trash bag to keep your filthy pussy completely out of my mouth. <laughs> you know, but like, yeah. So, like, you know, how would you feel if, like, some chick, you know, she about to go down there and she, like, you know, uh, uh, get some, like, hand sanitizer and rope? Yeah, that's different. Rub, rub yeah. Mr. Willie. It's like, that burns, bitch. Like, let's not do that. You know what I'm saying? I, the, the, the NDA, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, I'm getting mine. I don't care. I think, and the NDAs are funny, right? Because NDAs are basically like set up for, you know, NDAs are basically like a company saying, like, if, 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 for an example, if we, if I do music or if I write or whatever, let's say like a company wants me to be a writer for them and they're like, yo, you got to write for us exclusively and I'm a freelancer. I got to be like, all right, for you to ask me to write for you exclusively, you need to be able to give me some shit that will make up me not getting extra work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. NDAs are kind of the same way. Like, anytime I hear NDAs, I'm thinking, you know, Stormy Daniels, President Trump. Like, somebody got some money. Like, if it's that important for you to have me sign this piece of paper, you better give me some money for this shit. Yeah. Like, what's what's the value to you? You know what I mean? I've come across them a couple of times with, with like, illustration and design work Mm. where the premise pretty much is... We have this product that is going to create a lot of money, mm-hmm. that it, it makes a difference whether we hit the market with it first or not. Mm-hmm. You can't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to hit the ground as, as the first ones to fucking do it. We got we to gotta make sure that nobody copies it because we are going to earn a lot more money for it. But usually, there is a lot more incentive I mean, and let's and let's be honest, man. If Stormy Daniels proved anything, NDAs really don't mean shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, like. I mean, how much did she get paid for her shit? Um, about thirty. And she she gave it back, right? I don't know. I don't know. She didn't get that shit back. I, like, I mean, NDA, that 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 was a conversation that the, was being the, put the, out there. The, the suing was saying that if you expose it, that you would have to pay twenty million. That was the scare tactic. But it came up like her argument and her lawyer's argument was. As soon as they bring her up in a conversation, whether it's the lawyer or Donald Trump talking about the the incident, right. the NDA is revoked. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's sort right. of like it's sort of like when something's classified, like the public can't find out about it. As soon as the president makes a comment about classified information, he declassifies. Right, it. right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's right. sort of kind of the same thing. So so I don't know. NDAs are, are, are just one of those funny things where it's like essentially if you're not a famous person. Or if it's not money, if somebody wants you to sign the NDA, you know what that means? What? The idea of me fucking you will embarrass me. If that's if that's really what it falls under, it's, 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 I'll even be cool with a love contract like the Chappelle show. But like, but but essentially, an NDA basically means when it comes to fucking, is that if somebody found out I fucked you, I would be embarrassed. I guess. Yeah. I still would do it. Yeah, that's why all the porn stars out here, y'all don't have to worry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, NDAs. Yo, what's up, shorty? I'm, you know? I, I'm objective within this, right? So I'm kind of like, all right, I'm getting mine. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm fucking you and I'm, I'm agreeing to this, I want to fuck you. So I am getting exactly what I want out of this. If you are putting me through this, that means that you also want to fuck me. So outside of the fact of how it looks to other people, 
we're we're both exactly in the same place. You know what it is. Though? Every other people, Man. I don't give a fuck. Like like Listen, I'm not fucking. You know, for the sake you, of like, you want to maintain that erection while she pulls that piece of paper out, and you got to like signature. Like you know, nah, she just has to pull it out before. Man, look, I'm good before there's, that. There's this Mitch Hedberg joke. He was just like he went to go get a donut, and um, he bought a donut, and the guy's like, "All right, here's your receipt." He's like, "Nah, I don't need a receipt." He was just like. I give you money, you give me the donut. End of the transaction. Right. We don't need to put pen. We don't need to put ink and paper into this. Right. He was like, I don't find. I, I can't think of a, an occasion where I got to prove to somebody I bought a donut. It'd be like, man, you know you didn't buy that donut. Yes, I did. Hold right. on, right, right, <laughs> right, right. to my records. It's like fucking. It's the same way. It's just like it's like, hey man, it's a transaction between penis and dicky. Oh, penis and dick, same thing. Dick and vagina. Or depending on who's what the fucking. fuck is in your coffee, whatever. Whoever's fucking, it depends on who's fucking. Pen and paper should be brought into the equation. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't know, but I just say try it. You See, would you would turn it down? Yeah, I'd be offended. Why would he be offended? I'd be offended because I'm like yo, like unless you work for CNBC or some shit like that, where I'm like, alright, that makes sense. Like nah, no, nah. like nah. I, I wouldn't give a fuck. Man, fuck that shit. I put that shit back in my pants. Like, per, like first of all, man, I don't. If sign it's if it's if it's a chick that I'm just like, I want to fuck her. I'm like, all right, whatever. Because it's not like it's not like I'm gonna run around and fucking talk talk to everybody about but, it. But but anyway, the, but, but that's the point. But that's you're missing the point that I'm saying is that if the NDA is not about money, mm-hmm. and it may or may not be about embarrassment, mm-hmm. that means that somebody is saying something about your character that you're going to run your fucking mouth. That's offensive. Uh, yeah. You, you feel what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's, yeah. yeah with it, with yeah. it, within the concept. Yes. Yeah. Like for me specifically, I, I have not had to worry about that specific part of it. So I, that, that's why I'm not thinking about it that way. Like, you know, I don't run my mouth. Yeah. So, I'm not thinking about it that way. Yeah. If that was the case where it's like somebody's insinuating that shit, then sure. That part of it is like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, fuck off. Like, I'm not going to... I No. Within that, I would not fuck the person because it's like, it's just pussy. Yeah. It's just pussy. That should be a, a bumper sticker, a t-shirt. All right. So funny funny thing, side note, right? So um, I'm shooting a TV pilot for this TV show that I wrote. And there's like a love interest in the show where it's not fucking, but it's it's probably like... My character might have to kiss somebody or whatever, whatever. It's imaginary and dry humping. Absolutely. Close enough. That's my, word, that's my real love life. And coconut oil. But, um, <laughs> but now, like, I was, I, was joking with, I was joking with my homie. And I was like, you know what I should do? I was like, what? I should hire a porn star. For the pilot? Yeah. You know why? I mean, think about, I mean, think about this. Think about this, right? If, if a porn star charges X amount of dollars, I don't know how much it charges. I haven't looked it up. I'm lying. But, like, let's say... There's something that's affordable to have a porn star. Air quotes online. Listen, I'm, I'm dead ass when I say this, though. But, like, tell me if this is faulty logic. All right. If, if a porn star is like, yo, I get $1,000 to, to fly someplace and fuck, you know, got to have my test. And that's that's when you have an NDA or have, like, paperwork, right? But if you tell her, like, nah, like, we're not fucking. Like, we're just doing a real movie where nobody's fucking. Nobody's pulling tits out. Nobody's pulling dicks out. You might have to give somebody a kiss and act like you like them. Wouldn't that be kind of like, oh my gosh, like isn't this the sweetest thing ever? Like, like in, in a weird way, wouldn't that like if you let's for say the that, porn star? Yeah, if the porn star was like, yo, like I get paid to not fuck. Like, wouldn't that be like, wow? So you're you're going out of your way for the sake of humanity and making somebody feel like? No, I'm saying. I get what I want out of it in the sense of having this type of name recognition for the show. I mean, because like the way the way that the character she's a porn star. So so as much as it's like it's all good, it's still going to bring a certain connotation to it. I mean, let's 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 be honest, like like no matter how much a woman loves sex, there's a a joke that Louis C.K. said. I know we're not supposed to quote Louis C.K., but he was basically like, I can't make fun of like women or even gay guys because they can suck a dick. And he said, no matter how much you love it. Every new dick just takes a little something out of you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so it's like, even, even if a woman is like, yo, I, I fucked all the time and blah, 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 yada, yada. Like, to, to, to have a paying situation where you don't have to have the dick, you know, it's like, wow. It's sort of like, it's sort of like, I this. get that, but what do you get out of it? Like I said, like, I, I, need, I need somebody for the show. Like, yeah, but the, if, you, if you're getting name recognition from a porn star, yeah. you're also dealing. So, you're gonna pull people in 
that are all about the fact that this woman is a porn star. Mm-hmm. So look, anybody fa- else that does not recognize it and then he or she's a porn star is going to look at it potentially wrong. No, they're not, man. Yeah, like, they are. No, you stop it. You and your faulty logic. Look, faulty the reality, logic. The re- fuck out of here. You get the fuck out Where of here. Where do you live? Where reality, do you live? Like, like just because just just for you, get the it, fuck it's, out it's of so, here. so much. So, so, oh, that's a porn star. I don't want to watch this. If you watch the show, the show is full of bad language. Like, the opening scene is like... Dog, uh, your show oh, is God. like Family Matters. You don't even know You know what I'm saying? Family show. Matters with a porn star? Come on, man. Yeah, that's what it is. And Family Matters did have a porn star. <laughs> You know, y'all, the um, the sister, Laura's sister, did porn afterwards. Oh gosh, hold on. Well, she was a fucking kid during the show, but hold on. But yeah, hold on. That's not the same. No, that's not the same at all. What I'm, what I'm saying is, it's like one of my favorite porn stars. She's a singer now. Like <laughs> Skin Diamond is a singer. I know. I know that it's it's not the same. My context has nothing to do with like the fact that oh it is it, it is what it is. I'm talking about the fact that. Up to this day, you will still get some of that flack. From who? Who are these invisible people that's always giving flack? Who? Flack over porn? Absolutely. Are you fucking serious? This what is such a foreign talk, subject to what you? What do we talk about on this podcast? Give me one time we did this podcast so I didn't bring up Because porn star. you watch Give porn me. stars and fucking porn every fucking day. For you, it's so normal. If I haven't gotten flack from that. Or if I don't give a fuck about this invisible flack. Nobody is listening to this podcast. That's why you haven't. But nobody's going to talk about my fucking pilot. Who said the pilot's going to I can't have a conversation to share anything with you. Goddamn. You're you're going to do the pilot just for the sake of like, I got to put this out and it's not going to see the the, the light of day. Who says it's not going to see the light of day? I'm saying that when I I expose it, that doesn't mean anybody's going to watch it. I do this podcast and we got like... You the, don't even listen to this podcast. The, 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 you the don't call, even listen. The call. You don't even listen to our podcast. The call about <laughs> a porn star for a show. You're gonna get people that are gonna be like, "Yo, Yo. I know this porn star. I want to see this shit." Right. So that's the other side of it. And then you're gonna be like, "I cast this porn star, but it's nothing of what you expected." It's going to be sweet. So then even those well, people are going to be disappointed. Uh, shut the fuck up. No, first even of all, those people are going to be all, disappointed. I didn't say it was going to be sweet. I just said it wasn't going to be fucking. That's oh my all God, I said. that's so sweet. That's all I said. Look, you're you know, treating me like you know, a human being. You know who had a porn star in their video the whole time? Roxy Reynolds was in fucking Murr's video. You remember that shit? Like, it's not, this isn't a new concept. The, I know, I know this. I know this. Let me, I am, let me, uh, let me, let me give Murr some flack. Like you didn't have oh, titties. Oh no, <laughs> rappers in videos with porn stars. Holy shit, revolutionary! Fuck out of here. You proving my point. See, that's why. That's why you should bring Brown because it'll calm me down. Okay, dog. This tequila is delicious. You know what? Fuck you and the tequila. I was excited about possibly. So good. Listen, listen. I was possibly. I was excited about having a porn star on set so you could meet her. But no, you're gonna ruin this whole thing. Oh, that's what you were doing. Then. Absolutely. I w- Why would I not invite you? I thought, like, yo, he's a great drawer. He can do great illustrations. So if you need this, you need. Paint that. me like one and, of your French girls. And he's gay, huh? Paint me like one of your one of your French <laughs> yeah, girls, right? <laughs> but but not. I just. I just. Like the the character for the show, like he's supposed to be kind of semi famous, and like he has to have like a woman that looks like somebody that dated a celebrity. And so I'm he's like, the type that like goes to a strip joint and thinks that the stripper is actually in love with him. Nobody said that. I'm saying that it sounds it's, like, but it's just acting. Like Skin Diamond is one of the most beautiful women ever. She's like fucking stunning. You know, I mean, they're uh, doing the job. Anna, Anna Fox is like the stunning. knock. The knock is not on the stripper. At all. They're doing their job. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. The mm-hmm. knock is on the dude that believes naively and stupidly that she's in love with him. Man, look. You're perfect. Show, me, you show me a rich guy with a woman that you would assume wouldn't be in love with him if he was broke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and I would show you I would show you every NBA player. I would show you every every celebrity. I mean, it's that's what happens. It's like, man, that's that's it's like, and plus, I think as re- business, that's re- business relationships, relationships between men and women are kind of different, though. It's like, it's like, it's sort of I call it the, the the pretty woman theory, right? It's like, pretty woman is basically, you know, Richard Gere needs to go to this like this party or some shit like that, and he doesn't have a date, so he gets himself this 
this prostitute with the heart of gold and Julia Roberts, right? And he can like bring her out there and she impresses his friends and he buys her a new dress and all this type of shit. That's a movie that wasn't real. Like- but listen, listen to what the fuck I'm saying. And after he's done, he buys her like new stuff or whatever, whatever, and they end up being together, right? Right. The pretty woman theory is even though it's not a real thing, it happens. A man with money can find a woman that she's probably a stripper or she might be a prostitute, she might be whatever, and he'll say, yo, she's beautiful, I don't give a fuck, I'll figure this out. Like, so let's use this example, let's say that uh, a man goes to like IHOP, and he has this most amazing, beautiful waitress. IHOP. Oh, IHOP. What the burgers. fuck is that about? Oh, nigga. Let's say he go to IHOP for a burger, and he has the most amazing, beautiful waitress ever. And he's like, wow, there's a connection with her, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Fuck this. He's a rich guy. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take you out of IHOP and I'm going to bring you out of this situation. So you're comparing strippers to listen, listen waitresses. That's what I'm saying. You're making it seem like they're not real people. That's on you, dog. So, like, let's say and that. Man, I, I support single moms. Shut up. You know what I mean? Shut up. They, how, how you assuming that a stripper can't have a family and a husband at home? Shit, he might be cooking. Mr. <laughs> Mom, listen. But, but, but here's the point that I'm okay. saying. You're fucking up my point. So let's say the other end of that happens. Let's say that a rich woman goes to IHOB and there's a waiter there and he this this connection, there's a there's something in the spirit, she feels it. And you know what she'll say? IHOB has waiters. Okay. This concludes this episode. <laughs> what I'm saying is that rich woman would be like, it sucks that this nigga works at IHOP and has no interest in them. So that's the thing that I'm saying. So, you know, guys going after the women that you might think you know, they might not be interested in if if a dude really really is attracted to a woman and he has the means to get her, he'll do it. You're you're bringing up one point. I don't I don't I don't take away from your point. My point is different. My point is more about the dude that walks into a strip joint and thinks that because the girl gives him attention because it's her job, the same as the waitress or the bartender that gives him attention, the dude thinks, oh shit, I'm actually special. I mean, she's actually falling in love with me. That's not that's not the same dude that you're talking about. I mean, okay, <laughs> it's like I wouldn't even make a reference to that guy at all because, like, you know, I have no, <laughs> I know where I stand on the pecking order. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, you do. Like, like but, listen, listen, man. But that lead character, I don't know, man. Listen, you know what I mean? If if a a beautiful puppy starts following me around, you know, it's probably because they think I got bread. You know, or, or food. You know what I mean? It's like I, I every time I go to somebody's house and I'll be wanting to play with dogs. Like if they think I got food, they're all over me. So or you, or have you haven't showered and you got that pack leader smell. Yeah, that's you know what, what I mean? it is, man. <laughs> all right, and this includes Thelonious <laughs> <laughs> drunk. Uh, it's it's only Thelonious half drunk because I'm drinking coffee and this thing is drinking a tequila. So um, yeah, what's your name again? Tequila's pretty good. Oh, okay. This is tequila, I mean? pretty good. <laughs> on Instagram Infidel bro. Castro X Dre Lopez Find me all over the place Find me all over Find him at IHOB um, Nope I go by the name <laughs> not finding me there dog I go by the name Priest Jacobs Find me and Priest Jacobs On Instagram Facebook And on that other shiznit um, Thank y'all motherfuckers For listening And I guess Hopefully Y'all will hear this shit Next week All both of you Talk to y'all soon Boop.